imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty, starving to eat Palms are sweaty, heart starting to beat About to get beheaded cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA by giving us vaccines These elite Satanists are the psychoists They preparing our bodies to accept the microchip Can you imagine walking into a Wells Fargo Not being able to withdraw money because you ain't got a barcode your right hand or your forehead if you don't take the mark of the beast you're gonna fall to the floor dead head cut off bodies squirming our own government acting like nazi germans they want us to live in fear filled with uncertainty one world government under one currency i can categorically say that this is end times this virus is breaking us down just like an enzyme there's pedophiles leaving men and women childrenless these politicians are dummies and the devil's a ventriloquist Stemming from Epstein's Island Gavin Newsom ain't your governor He's a tyrant He took away everything That makes us happy and vibrant And put a mask on us To keep us silent Can you imagine sitting in the park in the heat Stomach empty Starving to eat Palms are sweaty Heart starting to beat About to get beheaded Cause you didn't take the mark of the beast Bill Gates doesn't care about black teens He's trying to alter our DNA By giving us vaccines These elite Satanists Are the psychoists to accept the microchip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Josh and Jason Monday Christian and Conspiracy Podcast Show. I am your host, Josh Monday. If you don't know me, I'm a Christian rapper, devoted husband, and father. I'd like to introduce you to my co-host. He's a Christian, devoted husband, and father. What's up, Jason? What's up, man? How's it going? What's up, Andre? Glad to have you on. Uh, Josh, yeah. hope, you're, hope your week's going good. Hope everyone's, everyone's going blessed and having a wonderful life right now. Let's, let's dive into this. I'm pretty excited. Let's go. Yeah, and uh, deplorable Janet, thank you so much. Uh, she actually sent me a, a text message as soon as she got off with Andre and told me uh, to have him on my show. So uh, this is Andre, and it's uh, – can you please state your, your podcast so everybody knows where to get a hold of you and your Instagram and all that stuff so everybody knows – or if you have a YouTube? Yeah, totally, brother, and thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is Andre Mitty. Um, I host a podcast called Ascension of the Chessmen. Um, to me, um, the, the goal of my show, I guess, um, was to, um, uh, ascend above, uh, ascend with love above duality division and our differences to our true potential, seeing each other as divine reflections of ourselves, um, finding common ground with each other rather than focusing on, you know, (laughs) our disagreements, our, um, you know, tribal mentality, of uh putting people in boxes and you know agreeing to disagree when it's needed uh but also um just seeing each other as human you know as all brothers and sisters all god's children you know we're all in this together type of mentality rather than you know we're all divided and at war with each other because if we're at war with each other internally we're at war with ourselves you know very true, man. I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, we don't want division. That's right. for sure. Um, but uh, today, uh, we're, guys, what we're going to be going over, we're going to be going over uh, kind of exposing the Vatican, some, some of the deep stuff uh, religiously 
and also, um, you know, conspiratorially, because, you know, it's a Christian and conspiracy show. So right. uh, my Bible verse, uh, I have actually, a, a, I got two Bible verses for this one. Uh, it's going to be uh, Matthew 20 verses 14 through 16. And this is kind of to, uh, you know, there's a parable before this that Jesus is talking about. Okay. Uh, this is kind of going towards that parable, but you know, I, I have a lot on my intro, so I, I kind of, I'm just going to shorten it up and just do Matthew 20 verses 14 to 16. Uh, take that thine is and go thy way. I will give into his last and unto thee is it is lawful for me to do what I will with mine own is thine. eye evil because I am good. So last shall be first and first last for many be called uh, but few chosen. So uh, Jesus is talking right there. He's talking about, you know, if you're first on earth, then you'll be last in heaven. Okay, guys. So um, that his whole parable, his whole parable was talking about, um, it was like workers and some of them started like early in the morning. Some started midday, some started, uh, at, you know, late in the day. And, and the people that started in the beginning were jealous because he gave the, the same pay to the people that started late. Okay. That's just, uh, this, this, it's, it's just a good parable, but, uh, the, the thing I thought was interesting was, um, you know, some people that you think are going to be first in heaven are actually going to be last. So you might think right. that the Pope, uh, you know what I mean? The white Pope, or whatever is, is going to be, you know, he's, he's the vicar, you know, like that, that's what some people feel like he's so holy. They would just want to touch his robe, but you know, people like that are, could be just last in heaven. Okay. That's, I'm just, I'm just letting you guys know it's not about, you know, riches, money, fame, any of that type of stuff. Uh, you know, the Queen of England or any of these different people. I kind of brought this first up before on that one. Uh, you know, they're not going to be first in heaven. They're going to probably be last. If you whatever you have in your temporal life, if you're rich, all this money here, you're probably not going to be having that in, in heaven. I don't know. That's just something that, I, that I, how I interpreted it. But another verse I have is going to be Matthew 23 verses 8 through 12. Uh, but you are not to be called rabbi for you are one teacher and you are all brothers and do not call anyone on earth father for you have one father and he is in heaven, nor are you to be called instructors nor nor instructors. Uh, there's only one instructor, the Messiah, the greatest among you will be your servant for those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So that is. That is something that I, you know, everybody keeps telling me happy father's day. I'm not, I'm not trying to say anything bad about calling your dad father, but literally I take the Bible literal in some ways. And also if you see, he's talking to the Pharisees, right? So right. he doesn't want you to be calling your priest father. Okay. Cause you have one father in heaven and, 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 and it's God. Okay. Yep. He, that, he, that's Jesus speaking. Okay. That's not like Matthew, all of them right. are important too, but you guys right. got to understand Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees and right. That kind of goes against what uh, the Catholic, the Catholic religion is doing, you know? Oh yeah. So, yeah. So, and, uh, and, and Andre has definitely uh, experienced that, right? Yep. Totally. Um, so a Catholics assume that the Pope is the vicar of Christ. Okay. Or Christ's replacement until Jesus returns. Okay. So that is something that, th that they put on the Pope. Um, and I, I just, I just think that you guys should know that that's kind of something that to me, it just blows me away that they'd even think like that about a man. Um, but they I almost just want see to... him as God on earth. <laughs> yes. Like Jesus, like he holds a key to the temporal. He holds a key to heaven and he holds a key to hell is what they feel like. There's actually right. three crowns uh, that he has. Uh, and, and you guys got to understand it's, it's um, 
you know, Jesus obviously in Revelation says that he holds the key to heaven, right? He holds the key to hell. Uh, and he, he holds the key to the earth. It's not about a man. Okay. That's, that's you just got to understand that. That's something that you got to really understand. Now, as far as the conspiratorial side and the people that are actually running Rome, um, I, I understand that there are like 10 bloodlines or like the, the black nobility uh, that run the Vatican. Now there's probably more bloodlines than this guys, but this is just the ones that I studied. Okay. So we have um, a few different bloodlines. Okay. I probably mentioned a few of these before, but um, it's, we got like the, for for Fernesi, the Borgia, Colonna, uh, Gatani, Medici, Orsini, uh, Pamphanini, uh, Aldor Brandini, Chingi, and Conti. That's that's the ten that I have for like the papal the ten papal bloodlines. There's probably don't forget, more. Don't forget Linguini and Fettuccini. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I was probably butchering the names, guys. Okay, so. Um, <laughs> so it gets it, it's just those are like the the black nobility bloodlines okay the papal black nobility bloodlines um they've had several popes from like the 15th 16th 17th century but it's kind of like what you see i don't know why but in the 17th century it kind of changed man you, you're kind of seeing um different bloodlines be the actual white pope and what they did is they learned how to take it behind the scenes like right now i don't know andre if you're familiar with this jason i think you are i think i mentioned it and, you know, with Gary Wayne and also in a lot of our podcasts, but there's also a gray Pope guys. There's a gray Pope. His name is Pepe mm. Orsini. Um, he is a Orsini. And what happened is there's the Orsini family and the Colonna family. They are very powerful families and they used to be fighting against each other. What happened is they intermarried. They stopped the fighting. They intermarried. And now we got a gray Pope behind the scenes. That's I believe running it big time running it. I even asked Gary Wayne straight out that question. And I'm not saying that everything Gary Wayne did. I believe Gary Wayne stuff is truly researched, sourced and ready to go. He told me he feels like Pepe Orsini is the one that's, that is actually running the Vatican Rome at this very moment. Okay. So that's pretty interesting stuff. Um, and then, you know, you have the black Pope, uh, Andre was telling me he's familiar with that. Um, yeah. the black Pope, uh, is, is the, the top of the Jesuit order. Okay. And then you have the white Pope. Okay. Which is right now is Pope Francis and Pope Francis was a black Pope. And now he's a white Pope. He's the first Pope that uh, went from being a black Pope and became the white Pope. So it's the first time that has happened. He's made some huge changes, um, gone a lot more liberal. I would yep. say that. Um, and he also made some moves with the Knights of Malta, which is a big organization. So we got the Jesuits and the Knights of Malta coming out of Rome. Uh, we did a show on that. If you guys want to back up and check that one out. Also, I would recommend to go back and listen to the one we did with Johnny Cerucci. We did two of those. All roads lead to Rome. Those are part one, part two. That's that's a pretty good one. The Jesuit one with Gary Wayne was amazing. If you guys want to go back and listen to those, just so you get like briefed all the way up to, you know, to this point. Um, and, and, um, some things I wanted to go over guys. So let me give you the roots of the Catholic church, uh, that the roots from what I was studying, Jason has some really good stuff as well, religious wise. And I'm sure Andre does too. Um, so in the book of Daniel, it talks about Satan having four kingdoms. It's Babylon, uh, middle Persia, middle, middle Persia, Greece, and then Rome. So, uh, the head of gold is a lion. That's Babylon, the chest and arms of silver, uh, is a bear that's Medo-Persia and then belly and thighs of bronze is the leopard, which is Greece. And then the terrible beast, uh, legs of iron and feet of clay and iron. That's Rome. Okay, guys. Now, what I want you guys to understand 
is um, the uh, we got to look at a pattern that Satan did. This is the part of my intro. Sorry, guys, I'm just talking so much, but this is like an information dump. But look at the pattern that says Satan uses. Okay, so we have Babylon, which Jason's very familiar with. This we have Nimrod as as the father, Semiramis as the mother, and Tammuz as the son. That's Babylon. Okay, mm-hmm. um, now we have Mid Persia. It's Ahura Mazda is the father, um, which is like Osiris, right? Or, or is like uh, Nimrod. And Arurani is Isis, which is the mom. And Atar is like Horus. And then you have uh, in Greece, we have Zeus, which is, which, is like, um, which is like Nimrod. Then we have Hera, which is like uh, uh, is the wife. And then we have Apollo, who's the son. And then in Rome, we have the same type of deal. We got Jupiter. Then we have uh, Juno, which is the wife, and then we have Mars. So now in the Catholic Church, okay, what they brought out is they have God the Father, then they have Mary that they're placing all this Queen of Heaven and all that stuff on, and then we have uh, Jesus, okay? Now, I'm not saying that, um, that, you know, God the Father and Jesus, that's okay to be in there. Now, Mary, she is, you know, all... Hey, that's awesome that she was used as a vessel to have Jesus. That's that's beautiful. But to put her in a godlike status and to pray to her, I think is is something that they shouldn't do. Okay, so there's also also something I thought was interesting is Mithra, uh, which is like what the Constantine truly worship. Worship Mithra is is a sun god out of Medo Persia. Okay, guys. Yeah, Josh, so, but there, there was three different sun worships back then at that time of Constantine. So when he did all that stuff, you have to think he, like putting Sunday as a day of worship, stuff like that. He had to appease all the other people there too. He just had to appease because Christianity wasn't just legalized. All of the things, all of religions were legalized. So that's why. Yeah. He, that's why you so have his, his, his Christians, his pattern. Christians. He, he, yeah, Satan's pattern I was talking about is, is the same thing in Egypt. You know, you have uh, Osiris, Isis, and Horus, okay? So you just see that pattern going on. And but he has those four Babylon. kingdoms. All came in Babylon. Yes, he had those four kingdoms, right? And he's trying to mimic God, right? But he also used the same exact pattern with the Catholic Church is my point, man. That's what I believe. Well, the, but the Catholic Church started in, in, I feel like, this is what I believe. And I don't know if Andre believes it, but if you go to... The letter to Pergamus in, in Revelations 2.12, it strictly states, you know, right off the bat, and if, stu- if you do studies with it, that's when Babylon was con- conquered by Cyrus. That's where the, that's where the priests, that's where the, that, you got to follow the, the, follow the priests. That's where the priests and all the, all of Babylon uh, went to, to, uh, they migrated to, right? So they're living there. When Rome conquers uh, Pergamus, Julius Caesar's like, oh man, this this is a cool religion. I'm gonna adopt this, bring it back. I'll be the Pontifus Maximus. That'll be my name, which is the bridge builder, which is a Babylonian term for the priests out there. And the Pope takes that over, right? But this is where you get. I want to bring it up, but I like this. Uh, I like this way it comes in. It's called where Christianized Christianity is heathenized. Heathens heathenized Christianity is where you Inquisition type of things. You start to get you don't get pagan worship out of the church. And you keep and you just keep the traditions held above the word. If you read, if you read the actual, I wonder, can I can I read the can I read the the actual uh, letter to them, real quick, and then and then uh, so the le- the letter to who to, to the Pergamus in, in Revelations. It, it's it's Revelation. yeah, I don't okay. care. Yeah, go ahead. And and guys, understand this before Jason reads. He's looking up the verse. Pergamus actually, Jesus says that Satan's throne was in Pergamus, and they actually yeah. dug it up archaeologically, and they found Apollo's 
thrown there. Okay. Yeah. So, so Pergamus is where is a rumor where Zeus was born. Zeus. There's a whole bunch of different gods that all have Nimrod type and Signoramus. So, so when you go through the letters, you're gonna start with 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 Pergamus. It starts with that, and then it goes down to Thyatira and Sardis, I believe, uh, or I don't know if it goes uh, back and forth, but all those churches were picked for a reason by by Jesus. He picked them because he knew that these churches were gonna go worldwide. He knows there was hundreds of churches back then, but he chose these seven. Why? Because he knew that these seven were going to just go out and keep his name was going to be everyone that he gives accommodation to. But in Pergamus, he starts out with he starts out to the angel of the church of Pergamus, write these things, saith which hath the, the sharp edge with two edges. Uh, what, what is the sharp sword with two edges? He's, he's That's the word of God. Yes, yeah. it's the word of God. He's claiming that he's claiming the title, right? Okay. Right off the bat, he's telling these guys, hey. Stick to the word. Stop. Stop messing around with your traditions, right there. I'm, I'm coming, saying with the with the, with the double edged sword. He says, "I know thy works." He already knows their works. That's all he he says that to everybody. And where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou oh, holdest, and thou holdest fast my name, and thou hast not denied my faith, even in the those days where Antipas, uh, my my faithful, was martyred, who uh, who was slain among you, where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee, because thou uh, hast well, hold on. Because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam, who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel to eat things sacrificed unto idols and unto uh and to commit fornication. So what do what do Catholics do? They they take they they take that, they take the holy the holy sacrament on on, on Sunday. What do they do? It, it's they take it inside their body and it's it's too they're taking it to an idol, they're 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 bowing to it. It's it's that the the crucifix is an idol right off the bat and mary worship there's idols all through the catholic church i i think Andre would, would would agree that if you've seen those they're, they're everywhere too oh that's let's get uh are, are you still reading you still got a little bit left oh no yeah yeah it says thou hast, thou hast kept the uh hold the doctrine of the nicolaitans which is nicolaitans is nico means uh the to rule over and Lightens means the people so what does the pope do he rules over the people he acts like he's the he's the He's the vicar of Christ. Yeah. Yes. There you go. He's 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 acts just like that. The cornerstone of the because church. Repent, or I will come quickly, and I will fight against them and the sword of my mouth. So he, he says that he has to have an ear. Let him hear that the Spirit saith to the churches, to, to all the churches, not just to one. It says, uh, uh, and to overcometh will I give them to eat the hidden manna, and will give them a white stone, and the white uh, stone in a new name written, which is no man knoweth saving. He that receiveth it. So I might say that real fast, but uh, sorry, right. I want to get get through it a little bit. But it's okay. It's all good. It's it's when they started doing the inquisitions as well. You started getting you start watering down the wine of Christianity. You start getting people that were still hooked on pagan worships like Christmas. Any holiday that comes out basically was made by the Catholic Church, and it's in it's 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 pagan practices that were stuck inside of that that, that never left. So now you have that worldwide. It went from Babylon. It went to Pergamus. It went to Rome. Now it's spread worldwide. Now yeah. you have it everywhere. Follow, follow any, go to any uh, country who have Roman Catholics there. Just, it just, it just, they just flooded everywhere. And there's some spots. Well, Andre, that- let's let's get Andre's opinion on that. So, how do you feel about the idol thing he was talking about, Andre? What do you feel? What's your experience first? So, what, what is your experience? Oh, with- totally. Yeah, I, I think it's obvious once you can see it. I mean, um, just like, you know, all these conspiracies, uh, once you can see it, you can't unsee it. And, yeah. uh, you know, when they're sitting there holding up the, the holy host, they call it, and, 
you know, it's, it's, it's glimmering with all these rays coming out of it. I mean, what is that? It's a circular, <laughs> it's a circular host. Uh, and like a sun, right? Yeah. It sits in the, the tabernacle. Sun. Yeah. Yeah. With all these rays coming out, it's obviously the sun, yeah. the son of God. I mean, there's all those ties. And, uh, I mean, you can just Google a picture of what a, a Eucharist looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty obvious once you can see it. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's simple, uh, trickery and, you know, in the old times, uh, they would, you know, make you pay to, um, indulgence <laughs> it's called indulgence. Yeah. To get yeah. salvation. I mean, it was preying on poor people in my opinion, and they still do that today. So, um, that was a uh, Catholic. Okay. So you talk about indulgence, right? So that's, yeah. so the Catholic Pope, uh, Leo the 10th, he was the, he was part of the black nobility, the Medici family. Okay. The banker family, you know, the Medici family is all banking in, in, in Rome. Okay. Right. He started something called indulgence because he was starting to pay for the Michelangelo, uh, artwork and all that stuff to be done. That's what he was saying. But right. the thing is that it, what it is, is a distinctive feature Okay, that the Roman Catholic Church granted uh it's basically it's 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 remission of punishment of sin. It's also to um pay for your soul to like your, your family members' souls to get out of purgatory. Right. So they acted like which is, is not biblical, which is, is not biblical that is straight trickery, you know what I mean? Like that 100%. is terrible yeah. to do. So they're talking about your family in purgatory, which is not biblical anyways. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Right. So your family's in purgatory. Now you pay me. I'm the Pope. So I'm the vicar of Christ. I have the key to the temporal. I have a key to heaven. I have a key to hell and I'll get your family out of purgatory and send them to heaven. So people are like, ah, really? Let's do right. this. Right. Back then, you guys got to understand, they didn't have internet. They didn't have the books. Some people didn't have, couldn't afford books, couldn't even have a Bible. They, they're just getting their, their, their teachings from their priest. Or a their Latin, a lot of people Latin. were illiterate, too. Yeah, yeah illiterate. They can't read. <laughs> right. They don't even know. So they're, they're thinking, yeah. in purgatory, my family's in hell. I'm going to pay. You know right. what I mean? But as, as life goes on, which, which I actually heard they're going to try to do that again, but I don't, I don't know if they're doing it yet. I have to look it up. But as life goes on, you, you, you know, everybody starts getting keen to all this stuff. And then you, that's, that is pure evil, disgusting. And it's not, and Martin Luther came in there and exposed that. Okay. Uh, and, and, in, in, in the 1530s or somewhere around there, he came in and exposed that. And said that's not Christian at all. We're saved by grace through faith, not by works so that no man shall boast. It's not of yourselves, but it is a gift from God. Right? So that's what Martin Luther was going in there. Now, Guys, don't don't attack me, okay? Because I understand that Martin Luther could be Freemason, he could be Secret Society, and all that stuff too. I had a guy tell yeah, me, but dude, dude, he didn't get, he did not get rid of all of the traditions. That was, no. he went in there with the 95, 99 thesis or ninety five thesis, whatever it was, to stop that. And what what happened? He got. A, they said, look, we'll let you have this much, but you're not going to take this away. And he said, okay, he comp- he spiritually compromised himself. Which okay. is a big no-no, and so that's, he, that's what these people do. That's that's what it is. It's spiritually compromising. I'm not saying if you go to I, this is what I believe. I believe that Roman Catholicism is just pagan worship with the, with 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 different with the nomenclature just changed. But yeah. I'm not saying you can't get you won't be safe that. But you have, like it says, if you have an ear, he has an ear. Listen, he's telling you you can you 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 can repent. You can get you still do good things, but this is what you're doing bad. Don't end up like well, Sardis, where you're just like, hey, 
you are not, excuse me, you are not going to, you're not going to, there's nothing I can do for you. Your name is dead. You're done. You don't even, you don't even, uh, what write, I, write what, somebody I, else now. what I also wanted to say guys is there's 12 gods that, that Rome used to have. Okay. So when I talk about the Jupiter, the Juno, the Mars, right? That's, that's three, right? The main, uh, God was okay. Saturn was the father, but he ended up dying. And then Jupiter became like God. Right. So the thing you guys got to understand is I know that they had 12 gods. So what they do is the Catholic church also has you do this. All right, guys, I want you to pray to saints, which if you pray to something, that's your God. Okay, guys, I'm just going to let you guys know that. So they're like lower gods, the saints. So you're praying to saints to pray to Mary, to pray to God. Right. But everybody knows that it's Christian that that reads the Bible, the double edged sword that Jason's talking about that. The, oh, there's only one bridge between man and God. That's what we believe. That's what you should believe if you're a Christian. And that's Jesus Christ, right? So he's the bridge. So there's no other bridges. There's there. Well, if you look at Mary, you know, the, that, that's, well, that's what I'm talking now about. You're just, now you're bringing in something that was, that's that, that was a sinner, just like everybody else. Yeah. Uh, as prayed for a savior, uh, offered, offered her sin, her, her, her sin offering when, when she had Jesus. Okay. This, these are things that are Levitical. She did all that stuff. She was, everyone venerates their, or they venerate her. And that didn't even, that wasn't even, that's not even, nothing is biblical about that. She's not, she was never. She's not she's mentioned. Common, it. Paul doesn't mention her, right? No, Paul doesn't, doesn't mention her. Uh, no, Revelation doesn't, doesn't talk about, doesn't talk about Mary coming back. That Nobody they talks about it. Sinless <laughs> like God. They think she's sinless like God. And that only I came know. in not that long ago. The sixth century I heard or something like that, right? Yes, it was because of this type of worship still kept bleeding into the church. It never right. went away. That's what Martin Luther could not get rid of. You, you have, you still have. You still have the uh, the mass. You're constantly every day sacrifice. You're, you're you're putting Jesus upon that cross every single day, and they treat it as a tragedy. It was not a tragedy. It was not a tragedy. It was a it was a triumphant day for he 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 made them. Uh, it was an accomplishment. You know, they can't look at it that way. So this is Andre. We don't let you talk a little bit, but what, what is your experience? <laughs> Sorry, bro. You're good. It's not a when did you start? Like, what what age? And, and then, uh, what made you leave the actual faith of, of of the Catholic Church? Yeah, man. Um, so, um, I I grew up. Uh, my dad was Lutheran, and my mom was Catholic. So, uh, I I had a very diverse uh, household as far as religion uh, within Christianity. Um, and my my dad was also a Democrat. My mom was Republican growing up. So, wow. I mean, it was totally <laughs> polarized. Um, so yeah, I, I, I learned a lot from that too. Um, I, I was baptized Lutheran as a baby and, um, my brother got in some trouble in, uh, junior high. And so my parents sent us to Catholic school to straighten us out, I guess was their reasoning. And my mom went to Catholic school as well. So that was, that played a part. Um, but yeah, man, I, I was very resistant to the change. Um, I had to leave all my friends um, in public school. Um, I actually had to leave the Lutheran school um, we were going to because I, I was having trouble reading. And the, the reading program there and the, um, the, the uh, how would I say it? Like they, they just didn't have the resources to um, take the extra time with kids. Um, that uh, public schools had access to. So um, I had to switch over to public school for a few years uh, to get 
my reading into a better place, which it did um, get better once I transferred to public. Um, and then having to transfer to Catholic school in sixth grade, had to wear uniforms, you know, everyone looked the same. Um, you know, <laughs> my first day I showed up with like a watch and a puka shell necklace way back then. And, you know, I, all the kids were making fun of me and I was like, well, <laughs> I thought we were dressing up today, you know, like I'm going to wear my watch too. And, you know, <laughs> but you know, it was just normal to them and I wasn't used to uniforms, but that took some getting used to, um, you know, finding new friends again. Um, but yeah, I, so in between all this, um, so we went from Lutheran to evangelical back to uh, Catholic and, um, I don't know, man, it was just really different. Had to go through like confirmation and all that. And they put so much emphasis on the catechisms versus the actual Bible. And that always <laughs> struck me as odd as far as like claiming to be Christian and all this. Um, but yet they also think like they're the best, like, uh, St. Peter gave them the keys to the kingdom, you know, that's always thrown around. Yeah. Uh, as if like they're the ultimate truth. And, you know, I, I think a lot of uh, sects of Christianity can come off that way. Like we have the full truth and everyone else has it wrong. And, you know, for me, uh, what drew me away was uh, my senior year um, in religion class. Every year we had a religion class um, and uh, we had class discussions. Right. And that was part, a big part of our overall grade. And, you know, I was asking questions. I was probably one of the most active uh, participants in those discussions, but I was asking them questions that they couldn't give me answers to mm. uh, and or um, would frustrate them. And I got a bad grade as a result of it. And I thought that was unfair, not only unfair, but, you know, what kind of message does that send, you know, to a kid just, you know, trying to learn, trying to yeah, understand. Dude the faith you guys are telling us to have here and um you know not only that but just seeing a lot of other stuff and double standards um like my sophomore year um we had a a priest that was my uh religion teacher that year because in catholic school you're forced to take a religious class every year um that's part of the curriculum and um he was a licensed exorcist and we would ask him questions about like, you know, can you tell us about like your exorcisms or like what that all entailed? And he would always refuse to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And so he, he would refuse to tell any real life experience with exorcisms. But at the same time, he would show us like exorcism of Emily Rose, like the Hollywood production. Mm. And I'm like, why can't we like be shown this, but <laughs> not get any like real data or like, yeah. Uh, real lifetime experience stories, you know, uh, firsthand experiences. And, uh, I was talking to you guys pre-show, um, you know, I, I, uh, was volunteering at this retreat, um, oh, about a year or two ago. And on my flight home, I had a very deep conversation with this guy sitting next to me. He had just left the seminary. Um, so he was going to become a priest, but decided at the last minute, it wasn't for him or mm. uh, it wasn't his calling. And I was kind of picking his brain about why he left and, you know, um, just 
just general experiences coming from a Catholic background. And he was, he was telling me about what he learned about exorcisms and all this. And he was saying that in these exorcisms, they use all these relics. Like they have three different classes and the highest class of relics is like the bones of dead saints. Yeah. And I thought that was extremely yeah. creepy. I mean, um, the that, second class would be like, sounds uh, demonic, bro. That sounds right. straight demonic. And Literally. here's the thing. I don't believe this is what I believe. And don't don't. And guys, please don't get mad at me if you're Catholic or whatever. I believe that it's a it's a satanic, uh, you know, there's a satanic power. So the demons aren't literally listening to these priests. They want you to believe that these priests are, are taking these demons out so that you feel like it's the religion. Like, hey, they have all this power over the demons, but they yeah. don't. The only power you have is if is is I bind these evil spirits in the name of Jesus Christ. Obviously, in the Bible, it talks about them being afraid of the name of Jesus. That's the only power they have. But if you start bringing in relics and dead saints and, and you're, you know, <laughs> necrophilia or whatever it is, that's like that, that right there is, is abomination in, in the Bible. Okay. If you read about it, you know what I mean? That type of stuff, uh, leaving Creepy, offerings <laughs> to dead saints, that, that stuff is you're not, not supposed, to touch, you're not supposed to be touching dead things. That's not well, right. <laughs> yeah. So, so you guys got to understand they're not exercise they're not exorcists pulling the demon out but oh in the name of jesus and 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 the demon's right. like i'm afraid because you're a catholic priest nah they're like <laughs> me and you are on the same level well, priest right. doesn't it say i i, I cast it out i know you'll cast devils out of my name but then when you come to say come see me i'm gonna say i never knew, never you. knew you yeah like it says it says it right there in the last chapter of the jesus Bible, i go jesus says it, yeah. i've been going through it a lot and it's just like i want to know how this stuff started why is it, how did it infiltrate our churches because I'm, I, I, I don't believe in religion. I feel like Catholicism, Roman Catholicism is the exact opposite of what Jesus and God wants you to, of how, right. how they want you to worship. God wants you to worship a certain way. He expects obedience. He expects you to worship a certain way. And if you don't, you start to get it. You start to get into, into weird doctrines and weird things. So, you compromise yourself spiritually every year, Christmas, every year, every year on Christmas, you are worshiping another God. You are sacred. You're eating food as a family together from a tree that came from a grove. Okay. That came from a grove. All right. That's, that is straight up ba Balak, Balaam stuff right there coming yeah. from the groves and, and you're bringing it to your house. You decorate it and you're to read Jeremiah. Yeah. Go through the whole book of Jeremiah. It, it's heathen. Christianity become heathenized. You're well, down constantly. Valentine's we talked about Day. we talked about that bit on the episode before about Constantine about Mithra. That's the twenty yeah, fifth. Yeah, what I'm, what I'm saying is that you're doing it every year, and you're teaching this tradition every year to a to a to a so, different uh, age of kids, different age of kids, and they're coming up. You're telling them their Santa Claus is real, Easter Easter Bunny is real, Easter Passover. What are you celebrating? It says yeah. don't do what the heathens do. Do what I say to do. Don't burn their churches down. Just separate yourself from them. That's it's not a, happening. They're doing but just like Jay, what they're doing is they're doing just like Martin Luther and they're compromising, you know, and, and our Christian churches are doing the same thing, guys. I'm not, I, I, I go to a Calvary chapel. They, they have a Christmas tree right behind them. Yep. Uh, I have Raul Reese. I listen to, he's one of my pastors. I listen to, he's a, I, I like, I like his teachings, but he also talks, he exposes that a Christmas is not, he exposes it with a Christmas tree behind him because Calvary <laughs> chapel tells him you need to have that Christmas tree in there. We don't want to look like Jehovah's witness. It's like the, the devil gives you 95% uh, 
truth and 5% lie or 90% truth, 10% lie. I've said this before, or it doesn't matter. The lie is still there and it's still evil. Let me tell you guys something real quick. Okay. I talked about all those gods that I mentioned, the Roman gods and all that stuff. Let's mm -hmm. talk about what's underneath the Vatican. Have you guys ever heard about this? Right. There's rooms underneath the Vatican guys. There's the Vatican. It's uh, St. Peter's uh, Basilica. And the Vatican is built on supposedly built on uh, the gravesite of, of, of St. Peter is what they say. But underneath the Vatican. OK, we got room C. OK, so there's like the Vatican. And then underneath, there's a bunch of uh, chambers or whatever. OK, so room C is 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 a room where they give offerings are given to the dead. OK, that's what they that's part of the Catholic religion is. They, they leave a bunch of candles. They leave a bunch of whatever beads. They leave a bunch of stuff. So in that room, that's what that's what they do in that room, okay? So where in the Bible does it say to do that? Uh, nowhere, okay? Room E, they have a vase with the face of Medusa, okay, which is a foreign god, okay? That is another idol. If you are a Christian and a Christian church, as you claim to be, if you're a Catholic, the Vatican claims that, you, you should never have something like that in there. That's like disrespecting the Lord. Uh, we have a jealous God, right? The God, God, the father is jealous. He doesn't like that. Room H is a mausoleum in this room. They have a bunch of idols of old Roman gods. Okay. Um, so there's a bunch of idols that they kept. Well, we're, we're going to keep it because we love the artwork. Okay. Come on, dude. That God <laughs> does not like this stuff. Okay. Room I has Mercury and Pluto. Uh, and they're on chariots. Okay. And it's engraved in the floor. So you got Mercury, Pluto on chariots engraved in the floor. So you still got this old pagan worship going on there. Okay. Room you, there's a depiction of Lucifer, the morning star. And, um, on the, on the opposite wall, there's a drawing of Vesper. And what this is, is the evening star, uh, uh, it's basically representing the life cycle, right? It's, it's, it's the morning star and the evening star. So they have that in there. Okay, guys, why would you have something like that in the Vatican? I have no idea. But if you read Ezekiel in the Bible, let me tell you what, 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 they're, what they're doing. The same thing that they did in Ezekiel 8, verses 7 through 12. And he brought me to the door of the court. And when I looked, behold, a hole in the wall. Then said he unto me, son of man, dig now in the wall. And when I, when I had digged uh, in the wall, behold the door. And he said unto me, go in and behold the wicked abominations that, that they do here. So I went in and saw, and behold, form of creeping things, abominable beast, and all idols of the house of Israel are portrayed upon the wall round about. And there stood them, 70 men of ancients in the house of Israel. In the midst of them stood uh, uh, Jazaniah, the son of uh, Shaphan with every man in his censer in his hand, and a thick cloud of incense went up. Then said unto me, Son of man, hast thou seen what the ancients of the house of Israel do in the dark? Every man in the chambers of the imagery, for they, uh, the Lord seeth us not, the Lord hath forsaken the earth. So they're, they're giving incense to these false gods. They have a bunch of idols on the walls, right? Listen oh, yeah. to this. What is the difference between what they did in Ezekiel right here, which is abominations, and, and what I just explained that's underneath the Vatican, there's more stuff underneath the Vatican, but I don't have time to go through all of it. Okay. But that's just, right. uh, what do you guys think about that? Your thoughts, Jason, what, your thoughts, Andre? What, what about the monolith right in the center square? <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. just, just finding out about that. I mean, you know, you get into the 
three city states of the world. You have Vatican City and Rome, Washington, D.C. in the United States and London in the city UK. of London, city yeah, of city London, of London. All of them have what? All three an city obelisk. States. Yeah. All, All of them an have an obelisk. So Rome has an obelisk, right? Um, Washington, D.C. has an obelisk. Uh, you got uh, the city of London have an obelisk. You got New York have an obelisk. You also have uh, Buenos Aires, which is exactly where Pope Francis is from with an obelisk, which is very interesting. What's an obelisk? That's Bales or Osiris. Oh, that's or, exactly, you follow where the, 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 their religion goes. Where does it all mostly end up in America now? And those, yeah. that's, those are, ba- those are the, you could say that America is basically, is probably the new Babylon. Well, right. America like, is, is the Washington DC that he mentioned real quick. I just want to tell you guys this, the power. Okay. We are the military force of the new world order. Okay, guys, obviously you could see that because if you look at the wars that happen, we got Afghanistan, we got Iraq, we got um, Libya, we killed that dude. Uh, All those people were not part of the international banking system of the Rothschild. So we went and attacked all these countries. Now you got Iran. Now you got North Korea. They're not they're not on the international banking system of the Rothschilds yet either. But they're our enemies, aren't they? Because we are the military force, and then you have the banking force, which is going to be the city of London, all right? Yep. And then you've got the religious force, which wants to come with the one world religion, which is in the Bible and Revelation. That is the Vatican. That is the Catholic Church. That's why they have Muslims and all these different religions coming. Let's all universally worship together. Which- leave, your, leave your faith at the door. So, so much so, Jason, and that's, yeah. everyone is spiritually compromising, even and if you believe in your God or even not. Even Pope right. Francis brought a, uh, a God, the Mayan God. It's a fish with feathers. It was a huge mural. He brought it into the Vatican and he said he wanted the Mayan gods to see how they worship there. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Constantine throwing the cross and all these here. All these are now they're all they're all the same. It's all good. Worship. Yeah. Worship how you want. That was the worst thing anybody, like America did. The worst thing they could have done was legalize, uh, come over here and worship however you want. That's how they got, that's how they, that's how they infiltrate your, the system right there. All, every church is, is tainted. Everything is, is, is basically like they says, it, these seven churches in the, in the revelations, you can find every characteristic in every church, all the characteristics, of every church. He, you got to listen to what it says, you know, hold tight, fast to the word. Uh, hold fast to the name. You, you cannot change the names and just worship. You cannot go to Christmas and be like, oh man, I'm worshiping Jesus today because and, and celebrating Jesus today when you're celebrating <laughs> on someone else's birthday. Right. Yeah. Nimrod was, you throw a Ulog on the fire. Well, a Ulog in, 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 <laughs> back then was a child. So you throw your child on the fire. You're, you're taking these traditions, but you're, you, you're just, you just, it's like you take the tradition. It's Constantine. Little- so we talked about it on our episode on Constantine. So you got the Catholic church up here. And below it, the elites are worshiping Mithras underneath the Catholic churches. Okay. So you got pagan worship mixing with Christianity and putting it into a, a, a gift and handing it to the, to the public and saying, yeah, I'm going to make Christianity legal, but you're going to have to do it this way. So yeah, everybody started following. Yes, 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 yes. So, so anyways, people and forcing them into, into a religion. Yeah. Start watering down the wine of that. So in God so, anymore. they just believe in whatever you want, but as long as you worship on this day and this day, you're cool. All right. So here's something that's an obvious corruption of the Catholic church, which people priority. I mean, a lot of people already know about, but it's sexual pedophilia in the church. Okay. Yeah. 
there's something. Okay. So we talked about the gray Pope. We talked about the black Pope. We talked about the white Pope. Okay. Now this is something that I, 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 it just, somebody sent it to me and I just went, Oh, it's disgusting. Okay. So if you have children listening, but okay. So there's also a pink Pope is what they say. Uh, it's Cardinal Bertoni. It's, uh, Tarisco, wait, Tarsisco Bertoni. I guess he's a Cardinal. Um, they say that he's the pink Pope. I don't know. I guess he's in charge. He was in charge of the Vatican bank. Okay. Uh, the Vatican bank is, is obviously, uh, is, is huge, uh, with, Money coming from uh, they, they actually had some type of deal one time that that this is some other uh, stuff I can expose. Like uh, there was like this uh, 26 million dollar deal. It's an exchange uh, between uh, Iran and Iraq uh, weapons deal money going through the Catholic Church. Uh, we got our sorry the Catholic Bank, the Vatican Bank. Um, it's it's just like uh, it's just like the um, Switzerland, how it's neutral. How, uh, you can you can you can money launder in it. There's mafia money. There's CIA money. There's Knights of Malta money. There's all you know Jesuit church money not being taxed. All this different stuff going through the Vatican Bank. But this gentleman was uh, ahead of it, and they say that he also is is the one that comes down and and saves all these people that are doing the sexual pedophilia. This is uh, something I just kind of researched. I, I don't have like, you know, 100% uh, that that he's the pink pope, but just something that some, somebody sent to me. I just wanted to get out there. Um, so what happens is with these with these gentlemen that become priests, I know that that, that you're talking about that guy um, in Genesis 2.18, it says the Lord God said it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So mm-hmm. celibacy for a priest, uh, you're suppressing that sexual desire and, and all that stuff saying that, you know, which in the Bible, it doesn't say anything about that. Um, I know that Paul was single. He had the gift of singleness, right? But Peter was married. All these different people were married. So when you take a priest and you, and you, you suppress the sexual desire, also when you, Peter was their first Pope. What's that? A lot of, a lot of Catholics think Peter was their first Pope. Well, right? he, no, all of them think that bro. Right. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of them think that, right? So that's part of the doctrine. All, yeah, all of them. So yeah. Peter was the first pope. Peter was married. Right off the bat, he's already he he can't be a pope. Yeah. Right. Well, here's what here's what we got to think about. Matthew eighteen verses six through nine. So for all these uh for all these people that are doing this type of stuff, you know, there's a lot of uh there's a lot of stuff that happens also with the priests where they're actually going out partying, prostitution, and all that stuff, and obviously this. So it's like. Why suppress that part of them? You know what I mean? And cause this type of stuff. And also when you're a sexual predator like that, you also want to get into a position of power and a position where there is children available. So they might have this a desire before they go in and become a priest with the intentions of actually doing this as well. Okay. But it, suppressing the actual desire is, I don't think is a good thing either. But um, Matthew 18 verses six to nine, if anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for them to hang a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled uh, than to, ha- to have two hands, two feet to be thrown into eternal fire. Okay, so. Basically, uh, that's these people that are doing that type of stuff in that church. Jesus is saying, Jesus is saying this, you know, it's better to, you know, you don't want to make these little ones stumble. That type of stuff, ah, it just ruins people. You know what I mean? So tradition. 
you, you hold tight to the tradition instead of the word, you start going down the wrong road. And look what they're doing. They, 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 they even they even said no. Catholic tradition, which mean Catholic doesn't mean religious, or it means universal. So when you put Roman Catholic in, into the same word, words mean a lot of things when meaning of the word is really important. So Roman is what? State. Catholicism is what? Religion. So you marry them together. It's a perverted marriage already. That's a perverted marriage. Anything with, with God and, and the state should never go together unless you're unless you're unless you're putting it into the schools and you're trying to teach younger kids and, and, and actually unless you're following it to a T yeah, and you're and, and all the government and all the people that are actually president or whatever prime minister are actually yes. following it. Yes. Then it'd yes. be different. But I, mean, I agree. But that, that's that's that that's that woman who rides the beast. You're going to get that at the end of the, at the end where it's going to be the the that type of worship is going to be caught up in, in there and they're going to get it's, it's going to it's going to look bad on them. It's going to look really bad on them. They're, they want that one universal new world order. They, they want the, the one world government, one world financial system, one world religion to where it's like you, you check your faith at the door and you got to worship this way. That's it. We, we want you to worship our way. And that's it. How, how do you there's no choice in that. God gave us a choice for a reason so that his love for the love for him would mean something. If it was just forced upon you, you're just like, Hey, 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 hey I've got a gun to my head. All right. I love you. I love you. It's, it's all good. I love you. Okay. No, no, that's not how he wants it. He wants you to choose that. That way you, 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 he understands. Okay. This, he, there, the love is there, not hair. You need to worship like we do. And, and that's what you get. You get heathenized stuff like this. It's still, it's, it, everyone thinks it's so small. It doesn't matter. That stuff doesn't matter. But when you spiritually compromise yourself a little bit, a little bit, and a little bit every day, after after 20 years, you're so far off of what you, where you started. You're not even, you don't even believe in God anymore. You, you just believe in whatever is going on, whatever is the fad of that year. You know, you could just have, I, I don't know what, I don't know what Andre has been through in the Catholic church, but my wife is Catholic and I, and I went to the churches a lot, uh, just, just to see what they would do, not, not to go worship, just I wanted to see how it was. And you walk right in, you're like, wow, man, you guys are praying to a lot of different, you should not be praying to this stuff like that. You're, you, you, you say repeated prayers You're, not, you're in, in, in that church and, you're, and no one in there agrees. Nobody in that whole church agrees on everything. So you're not really having church. You're just having, so you say, I go there, I say the words. Now I get to go home and play with my toys. That's how it goes. <laughs> it's like, no, dude, I, you got to have feeling of love. There's no, I feel like there's no love in that church. I've been there. 20 times and it's the same thing it feels like it feels like i'm going to a funeral yeah i mean they they believe they're literally drinking the body and blood of jesus christ like every, every and that's service. paganism you're, <laughs> right you're, yes you're ingesting your god he's inside right. of you and now cannibalism you're, yeah <laughs> your, your sins are washed away for that day and then you put you put jesus up there again every every sunday mass yep. which is not biblical lent is not biblical these are all pagan worships and when you're it's even says I do it all the time. I'm guilty of it too, because I, I've, I've done it before and I'm still indulging in pleasures that I shouldn't be indulging in, in my life. But this stuff is like, it's because of this reason, because I didn't ever got on the right track until late in my life, you know, and, and it, I would have all this stuff conquered by now, but it still, it still comes back to haunt you. But this is the stuff that you get, you get yourself in serious trouble when you do that. You're praying them when, when you have a problem, you're praying to Mary to intercede for you to the father. That is definitely right. That is definitely a problem. You're, if she was alive today and she found out that you were praying to her, she would be, I think she'd be ashamed because she lived her life 
being being told that she was a liar. Uh, 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 she had proved that she she went through a lot of stuff through her life, and and at the end to watch her son die on the cross like that. That's you know what I'm saying. She, well, she, look, here's but, the thing. Pete. Okay, so here's the thing. Peter, right when when he was walking on water, right, what he was doing was he was focusing on Jesus. And as soon as he took his eye off of Jesus, he fell in the water, right? So he lost that faith. So as you're, if you're focusing on Jesus, focus on God, the father, as soon as you start focusing on Mary and focusing on St. Peter and all these different people, you're, you're, you're going to fall in the water, right? You're losing your faith in Jesus because you're placing your faith into something else, which shouldn't happen. Okay, guys. So let's follow the money real quick. Okay, guys, let's find out where is it? Let's see. Is this, is this, is there a lot of money in this uh, Vatican and, and what's, where's it, what's going on with it? First off, we need to know that the guards that guard the Vatican are Swiss guards, Swiss army, yeah. which is pretty crazy. And Swiss, they're always neutral when it comes to war, but there's some, there's some bad, uh, there's some bad ASSs out there. Okay. There's some really good special forces. That's why, you know what I mean? They're there because of the banking just to protect the Pope. That's yeah. just the Pope's private army. And not to mention his Pope mobile. Uh, yeah. which has bulletproof glass on it. God knows how much that costs. Yes. Okay. It's like, if you're God's holiness, why would you need bulletproof glass? Walk that's by what, faith. Walk exactly. by faith, right? Where's your exactly. faith? It's out the window. Okay. Let's follow the money. So in 2019, the, the total revenue of the Vatican, which is the first time it's ever been released was 4 billion euros. Okay. Part of that is a yearly collection of all Catholics around the world called Peter's Pence, which totals around 85 million. The rest, they say, is tourism coming to see the Pope, the Vatican. The main moneymaker is is um, is is that, you know, like all the tourism, um, the, the Catholic Church, the Vatican, they own 177 million acres of land. The only people that I know. That own more than that is the Crown Estate, which is 6.6 billion acres of land, which the Crown Estate is uh, under Queen, the Queen of England. But she can't that that land, she can't just take and sell it. But there's you know, that's 30 trillion dollars worth of land. The Catholic Church, it's what I don't even know how much their their land is worth, but theirs is in prime prime real estate. So I'm sure it's worth even more than that. Six point uh, six. Tr- so think about this, guys. There's people that are starving. There's people that are dying. There's people that have no food, no water, no power, no electricity, no sewer to this very day. So what do you think Jesus would want to do with that six, uh, what, four billion euros a year? He says, give up all your money and and give it to the poor. Give it up and follow me, right? Give it up. So what are they doing? They're taking all on a gold throne. (laughs) Yeah. They got money uh, upon money in uh, the Rothschilds bank gold bouillon. The most gold I think in the world is, uh, uh, you guys got to understand that this is serious, serious, serious political and religious platforms. So they have all three down and, and believe me, they're monitor. They've been doing this. They've been in the game for a long time. So they're, 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 they got friends in England, they got friends in America. They got friends. I heard that back in the day when the, when the depression happened, they bought up so much co- uh, companies b- b- on the dollar because they got money from from uh, from uh, I think Mussolini from Italy from Mussolini. He got yeah. like, like some some big old. They got the money from Mussolini to start the Vatican City in 1929, and and they helped collapse the stock market with along with John Kennedy, who's a Catholic uh, Jesuit Roman Catholic. He helped them 
collapsed the stock market. And then the Catholic church came, the Vatican, they came and bought all these companies they up. Own a lot of our companies in America. Rebuilt it up, right? And New York and all these big, yeah. So Jason is correct. So let's, since we're in that era right there, we can get a little bit into the Nazi stuff, okay? The Nazi and Vatican ties. Do you, do you guys, uh, Andre, do you have anything that you want to kind of bring up? I don't want to just be, you know, just keep on taking the, the reins. Did you, do oh, you? Yeah, I, I took okay? a couple notes here. I was just saying, uh, you know, just calling a Pope father never made sense to me. Calling a priest father never made sense to me. And then they call their non-sisters. So, yeah. you know, by that logic, shouldn't you call her mother if you're going by that same <laughs> rhetoric? But so that never yeah. made sense to me. <laughs> you ask so him that. And my brother or my father, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... she's my sister. So, yeah, true. That's that's very uh, very true, and they want yeah. that they want that title. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, I'm gonna tell you guys something. I was in the United States military, okay, so I can understand why God wants that Father God title. You know what I mean? Like He earned it. He created everything. He's He's the you know we you know what I mean. He's He's God. So if you're in the military and you're a sergeant and you call your you know you call your sergeant major, you just call him sergeant. He's gonna smoke you. And he's going to be mad because he spent 30 years in the military to get that position. He, he wants that, that title. So God wants that title. He wants all the glory. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand from a military standpoint, my wife told me, what I don't think God, God cares. You know, why, why do you, why do you, and I'm like, father's day, I always say happy dad's day to everybody. Cause now that I read that, I'm going to be held to that standard. I read that Jesus said that now I hold, now I'm held to that standard. That's how I, I'm, I take it literal. I'm not, um, saying you guys have to like it, not, not call your dad father. I'm just saying personally. Now I just say happy dad's day, not happy father's well, day. Well, think about it. We'll think only about to it. God in the, in the, in the Bible says, I, uh, the devil says, I want to, I will be like the most high. It doesn't say I will be above the most high. So when you're in these, when you're doing this type of stuff and you're, and you're, and you're going to do worship or whatever it is, you're, you're giving your thing, you're, 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 you, there's, there's, you're either in or you're out. You either worship God the way he wants you to, or you worship, you're worshiping Satan. I'm sorry that it, it is. There's no, there's no, there's no Buddha. There's no, there's no, there's no, uh, St. Peter. There's no, there, you don't pray to none of these. Every, even they, they thought Paul was, was, was something to worship. He even said, dude, I'm not somebody to worship. Dude, you, you worship him. The only one who give it to Christ and, and you worship God. And, and, and it's, it's funny to where you can just change the names and it makes it okay because that's where, that's where it all went. When they confounded the languages of Babylon, they changed languages. So all of the same worship went out to the whole world. So you have, like you said, you have the, yeah, like you said, Josh, exactly. Like you said, you have the, you have us. Uh, yeah. The Greece, the Middle Persia. Yeah, what about the Egypt? Oh, oh yeah, the fish hat is another one that the Pope <laughs> yes, has. That's Babylonian, right? The Dagon tribe. That I wish straight Babylon. That is straight Babylonian. <laughs> right. like, you are adopting the same. The priests took it over, and then in 378 AD, uh, uh, Damsus of Rome, the Bishop of Rome, fully absorbs Babylonian religion into their into the into the church. Fully absorbs it. To where he says it's oh it's like you're you're saying follow God and do all this stuff, but you're black, you're 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 being a hypocrite on one side and doing it like hardcore, like right in front of your face. Like you got one foot in the Babylonian religion, one foot in the Christian religion, and, and, and you keep on yeah 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 yeah. Hoping okay, which, which is, one's gonna be right, which one's gonna be wrong. Okay, uh, okay. 
Oh, Baal, Baal was the God. Okay, we're right. Let's just go this way. Oh, Jesus Christ was the God. Sorry, we, we don't want to worship that way no more. It doesn't go that way. And if That's you guys, if you guys notice, I always say this is God versus the devil. You don't see stars. Uh, you see stars with those Cyrus, the eye of Horus. You see them, you know, doing all this Illuminati stuff. You see them 666, all the Lucifer stuff. It's God versus the devil, guys. Okay, so you don't ever see them disrespecting Osiris or disrespecting uh, Saturn or disrespecting Jupiter, or disrespecting any of those gods, Roman gods, any of them. But you do see them disrespecting Jesus and disrespecting the Bible and disrespecting God. You see that straight up. So if you just study any type of conspiracies, you guys all see that it's not it's not Hollywood elite disgusting uh, guys against Osiris. It's all these disgusting elite people against God and, and Jesus Christ and God of the Bible. Go ahead, Jay. Before we go, before we go, uh, I, I know I'm, I'm not even know what time is. I can us, but the Roe versus Wade thing, I believe, is going to start where the persecutions of Christians will start to get heavier and heavier, and they're going to start. It's going to start. It's going to start the. I feel like it's going to pop something off because we've never been through persecution. Our church has really never been through persecution in our lifetime. So if you think about it. It's going to start. It, it, we can't even handle the churches getting shut down when all that stuff happened. All of us just bow down. Oh, why, no that's, problem. That's, why, that's why I always speak. Jason, always have home, small groups and worship. And let's okay. Groups. You talked about Roe versus Wade. I got something that the Vatican says. Okay, real quick. I have an article. It says Vatican says pro-life activists because so they, they do agree with the road versus Wade, which is excellent. Good. I'm glad that's I, I, totally, I know. But listen. Real quick, this is what the Vatican says. This is the part that's very, this is New World Order for sure. Listen to this. The Vatican held the U.S. Supreme Court decision overturning Roe versus Wade, but it said it is imperative that people who identify as pro-life also fight for critical life-protecting issues like gun control. You see that? So I'm okay with the, you know, here's the thing. That is New World Order-ish, okay? That is, that is trying to take the weapons away from us so that we cannot protect ourselves against an army. What the Pope needs to understand, he needs to read Revelation. What does Revelation say? That the mark of the beast is going to come. What are we going to do? It's going to, once all the weapons are all taken away, ladies and gentlemen, all the weapons out of America and all the weapons out of every single civilian, uh, what they're going to do is they're going to implement all the beast system. Everything's going to come. I'm just letting you guys know that. So you see how he's, yes, I'm pro-life, but at the same time, Gun control. It, we need the guns for this, for when our government becomes tyrannical, but he's obviously on their side and we have to understand how did they, our how side they take over. How they, how, how did they do all these inquisitions like in Germany when they were doing that to the Jews? Where, where, Hold where all the weapons Rome, away. Where did Rome break off to? Rome broke off to two places into Italy and then into Germany. That's where the Catholicism went, and that's where that's where all this pagan worship went. This is where Hitler, Hitler was a Hitler was Catholic as a Catholic. So let me get into that. You talked about them splitting off into Germany, right? Byzantine. So, uh, I forgot the other one. Okay, so Nazi and Vatican ties, and also black nobility and Nazi ties as well. So Pope Pius. Okay, uh, so they went they went into the Vatican history and they started releasing these documents finally because Pope Francis said that. There's, the good is going to outweigh the bad, even though it doesn't matter, dude, because there's bad in there and there's disgusting deceit. So um, what happened was Pope Pius ended up meeting with uh, 
this is the black nobility part. The great grandson of Queen Victoria, he is Prince Charles Edward, met with Pope Pius XII and brokered a deal between the Vatican and 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 Hitler. Okay, uh, there was also uh, well, let me go over who who uh, Prince Charles Edward is. Okay, he's he basically spent his childhood in the United Kingdom. He he was sent to Germany into uh, Coburg. Which, which, if you look at the the Queen of England, her her real name is Saxe Coburg and Gotha. Okay, that's their real name. Windsor. It was changed to that because the Nazis and 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 uh, the war happened. So this gentleman was sent over to to Germany. He became the prince of uh, of Saxe Coburg and Gotha. Okay, unwillingly didn't want to go, but he was just young at the time, sixteen. Um, then he became the actual prince. So this is in Germany. That's where Windsor family is from. That is where it's Hanover and um, and it's the Saxon Gotha. That's the mix right there of the bloodlines. Okay. Black nobility. So this guy is black nobility. It is um, Queen Victoria is uh, is going to be the grandma of the grandmother of um, of the, the current queen, Elizabeth. Okay. Just to let you guys know. So this gentleman became a Nazi prince, okay? He met with Hitler, shook hands with Hitler, brought him to his castle. They became like this. Uh, he became like a higher up in the military um, for Hitler. So they made an alliance, okay? And what Hitler tried to do is use this gentleman to create Britain and make them allies. So he appointed a president of the Anglo-Germany Fellowship. You guys can look that up. Um, so he did end up going over there and making, uh, amends with the King at the time, which is King Edward the eighth. Um, and that's, that was a political alignment between the Jews and, and I'm sorry, the Jews, I'm sorry, uh, between the Nazis and Britain. But what happens is he ended up giving up his crown and it's called an, uh, ab right? It's where he gave up his crown because he met, uh, uh this one beautiful lady and he ended up giving his crown up to be with this lady so the next king that took over was king george the sixth and that political alignment was ended so this prince charles edward was like offended by this he got pushed he said hey i'm not going to deal with you anymore pushed him back to germany so he ended up becoming really close with hitler so close that when uh, Hitler, before hitler died he said he wanted to save that prince which is prince edward but he ended up becoming the president of the German Red Cross, where the T4 euthanization program was taking place on handicapped people. It's disgusting. But he was actually the president of the Red Cross where they were euthanizing handicapped people. So this gentleman went over and met with the Pope at the time, Pope Pius XII. And in, in, his, in his defense a little bit, Pope Pius thought that Hitler was going to take over the world. And that's what a lot of people thought. So Pope Pius was like, you know what? You know, Mussolini obviously is, is Rome was with uh, Hitler, okay? Uh, he wanted to make amends. So what happened is uh, Hitler actually met with uh, Emilio Baselli, Archbishop Emilio Baselli, met with Adolf Hitler, according to this nun named uh, Pascalina. They met with each other, and I believe that Archbishop, I guess they funded the Nazis with money, right? So they helped fund them. 
Jason was talking about the Vatican City, how they came. I was talking about it like in 1929. Then they collapsed the, the stock market, brought it back up. They got all this money to build the Vatican City up, right? Um, and, and Prescott Bush was involved, uh, uh, which is uh, uh, George Bush's dad. He was well, involved maybe, in that deal. The Nazis didn't lose the war. If you look up Prescott Bush, like they had some Nazi ties as well. well okay. Nazis, if you think about it, maybe they didn't lose the war. Maybe, maybe just because Adolf Hitler got, they got rid of him because as all communist countries do, you get rid of the people that know too much. Well, anymore. here's the thing. The war for me, the world is a stage. Okay, guys, whatever the new world order wanted to do at the time, it doesn't, they don't, they don't really have real beef. You think that Russia really like, you know, if you think that Donald Trump and, and this other guy hate each other or this guy hates each other, dude, they're all meeting at the UN. There's a one world government going on right now. It's all, the world is a stage and all we are just pawns. Uh, slaves working for these people and making them all this tons of money. But um, here's another thing at that time that, that I, that's deep research. Sorry if I'm taking over the, the, the whole thing, but I just wanted to get this out. So Vladimir Lefochinsky was the general of the Jesuit order at the time. Um, he would be the black Pope during the time that the Nazis and all these people met and all that stuff. Uh, he was the top and he was a, um, and he was an anti-Semitic, uh, person he didn't like the, he, he felt he viewed the Jews as the enemies of the church so this tie between Hitler and Pope Pius and then this gentleman being anti-Semitic he felt like you know so that's that he's the top of the Jesuits at the time so they're all all this stuff is is going on now there was some there was there was some rumors uh at the time of of Pope Pius saving a few maybe like a a few Jews saying that they were baptized under the Catholic church and, and, the, and, but he got to save some lives, but there was a whole bunch of Jews that were sending letters to Pope Pius, which they just released the letters. Okay. Uh, like they're releasing the letters right now of them asking Pope Pius for help and him not being able to help them. And they ended up getting gassed. Okay. So this is just, that's corruption at its well, finest. Who was the head of the inquisition during that time? Uh, you say I don't know. I can't remember. I remember you told me who was before. the pope. <laughs> who was the first? Who was the first German pope? Oh, uh, was it the last guy that that, that was uh, a pope? Pope John Paul? Or no, it was Radzinger. Yeah, Radzinger, right? He was the yeah. head of the Inquisition when Hitler was was in was in was in was in office. So you don't you you're gonna tell me this ain't this ain't fixed? Like what's going on here? Like what? what why would you have? the head of, uh, of someone gassing human lives to, uh, to, uh, to, to be your Pope now. Well, Ratzinger stepped down too. I mean, when's the last time a Pope stepped down and what was the reason for him stepping down? You know, there was all that controversy of all the Indian graves dug up in Canada. Oh yeah. And all the missing children. Oh my gosh. And the queen, queen. connected. Yes. There we yeah. go. The queen too. She came and 26 children ended up going missing. They never saw him again. She comes there to visit. 26 children are gone. I exposed that on, on, on one of why, the other episodes. Do you think they might be sacrificing them? That they might be adrenochrome. Anything, it could be that. Could, could be the adrenochrome. Could be the sacrifice of children. Uh, if you look at Alistair Crawley's teaching a, a little innocent boy, that's the best thing to get because it, the devil loves that the most. You get that it, because a man, right? I'm not saying that man or I'm just telling you, you know, a boy an innocent boy is what they want to take. Right. And there's also women too. They get taken. I'm not saying they only, right. but 
And I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not trying to say that they do it for a general Chrome, but that's one of the things that, that they kind of, they say they go on. I don't they, see, I don't see any more things on TV about kids being taken. Like, I don't see stuff like that. Like I see the movies about it. I see sick movies coming out all, all the time right now, but I don't see anything on the news. Like all oh, this kid was snatched up or, or there's been a mass snatching of kids. There's so many kids that go missing every year. They don't talk about it. It's like, right. Where do these kids go? Well, I, yeah, that's something I wanted to bring up and you know, honestly was why I left, um, you know, was finding out about the massive pedophilia and, um, you know, it really hit close to home. Um, there's a, a great documentary discovery channel, um, was going to put out, but I think they didn't even air it because it was so controversial. It was called uh, conspiracy of silence. Oh, uh, bro. You can find it on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I got that already. I watched that already. I did yeah, a whole, dude. I did a doc, a whole episode on this. Right. Yeah. Like I, I, I uh, wrestled against kids from Boys Town. I mean, I, I played football against them in high school. Like this was super close to home. I mean, Omaha is right down the road from where I grew up. And, you know, hearing about all that and, you know, how they were sending these boys up to Washington, D.C. Yeah. And, you know, Oh my, that's the, that's going to be the, the Washington DC scandal. Uh, you're going to yeah. see a newspaper article where they were actually bringing boys into there and, and bringing them all through, escorting them through the whole white house that, that dude, that's yep. the, the white house. Okay. Right. Jeez. And, and, and dude, that's, uh, um, it was brushed Craig, under the rug super quick. Craig Spence. He was, uh, one of the, one of the main guys, he'd actually has cameras and, um, and he has, uh, a, a, his whole house bugged. And he was bringing people over there, politicians to, to sleep with these kids. And, wow. and then they were just like, just like Jeffrey Epstein, the same thing. Exactly. And then he would blackmail them. Then. Let me ask you guys a question. If you were a politician and you know, you, you see movies where they take pictures of you, like uh, having an affair on your wife and they use those pictures. Now if they got you with the kid. That's a whole different, they can use that blackmail to the, they can push that all the way to the top. Oh yeah. Easy. Cause you, you with a little kid and they got, they got you on camera, dude. Yeah. They can use that to push whatever legislation they want. So the, the whole oh, yeah. thing that you're talking about is, is so interesting because that boy's home was a Catholic school. Okay, guys. So it goes, I mean, it, that's, that's just, that's just a little tiny, uh, uh, speck off the surface of what was going on, dude. It's prey deep. on the weak. There's prey on people. Come yeah. on. Yeah. The, well, the, and, kids are uh, not, never don't have no parents. For, I just get to have parents like that, you know? Right. And for me, man, it was like, okay. If any, if any average citizen does the same crimes of pedophilia, what happens to them? You know, they it's, go to prison, yeah. they, they serve out their sentencing. What, well, what happens to a prison. priest? They just move them to another parish and brush it under the rug. And it's, it's, that's crazy, dude. Crazy, like dude. that, that right there, as, as if, if you are, you know, a, a current Catholic and, and this is not to, to bash Catholics. Okay, guys, this is to bash the people at the very top. Okay. We bash our own Christian church. We bash on some pastors and stuff like that, dude. Like, because you know, like right. they're, they might be teaching the wrong doctrine. So we, I'm just saying that it's not to bash anybody that's Catholic. Okay. We love you. We love everybody. I love everybody. And, I, and I'm, I'm not the type of person that's like that, but we have to expose the evil. It's in Ephesians. If you see evil, expose it. So we have to do that. So everything you're right. talking about, soon as all that pedophilia came out, that should be a turnoff to so many people. That should have been like, what? And as soon as you see somebody get caught doing that and move to another church, instead of them taking that person and prosecuting them to the fullest, Crazy. now you know how much power 
they had, they have with yeah. against government because dude, you do that type of thing. They should be able to go right into that church, grab that person, arrest him, take him directly into jail, charge him and, well, and well, have be, him well, well, in well, trial. We'll be That's dealt right. with by prison inmates. Right. Oh yeah. Brothers, the inmates will eat him alive. You're better off to have a milestone or a millstone hung around your neck and thrown to the deepest part of the ocean than to be there taken to prison thieves, and there deal is. with those guys. Well, they, they usually say they, they put him in protective custody right away. Cause that's the yeah. case. Like they'll just get killed right away in prison. Yes. So. They find out you're, they check your papers. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are a child. Okay. You're, you're in our cell. Pressure. All right. That's buddy. it. They're so, gone. Yep. So, all right. So I, do you guys have anything else you want to go over? I, I, th- I don't want to get, cause I think we're already about almost an hour and a half. We could probably do a whole, like another hour and a half exposing this type of stuff. But but I say, I think- do your own research out there. Don't believe yeah. me, but it's out there. You can go through and read all about it. It's, it's, it's information that's given to you freely. You can go, you don't you, look at, this is how they control you. This is how people, this is how they take over your, your mind. And then because you're not people these days don't want to research. They don't want to go look it up. They want to take the easy way out. It's like, oh, this guy said this, and oh man, my father and 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 uh, my my priest, he said this, so that's what I got to do. I got to do this. No, look it up. If it doesn't line up biblically, then it's probably not right. And if it, it's a man-made tradition, not even probably, it's not right. A, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know for a fact that if it's a man-made tradition. And and you're and you didn't do any studies on it. And you don't know what it's doing. Don't pass it on to your kid. Stop right. that generational gap right there. Slap that out because you you're you're ruining you're you're leading him down a your kids down a path that could be destructive. Just like this, you need to have home worship. Have have more small groups. You know, have some coffee. Pop in a DVD. Right? Uh, whatever it is, you know, uh, turn to a you know, go on YouTube and find a nice a nice pastor that you like that. And get in, you know, really listen to what he's saying and study, study, study the word and be like, hey, you know what? This pastor's not saying the right thing. You know what? You got to leave that church and go find something else. If, if, if it's it, it, whether it's Lutheran or 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 Catholic or, you know, Christian or any of it, you got to do your own research because sometimes yeah. there, there's 10 there's 10,000 different denominations. No, 45,000. I think it is. Yes. Of Christianity. Why, is, why does God just, <laughs> why does Jesus pick seven of them? That's what I'm saying. It's important to read this stuff. Uh, well, they're, that's all the churches that, that everything they have in there is, 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 is out there in the churches. It's because it's uh sorry, there's a, there's a bug. It's all good. Don't worry about it. I got a June bug in here. I left my window open, but uh, it's, it's, it's serious stuff. You, your soul depends on this stuff. Your spirit depends on this. Your spirit is eternal. It will be, it will last forever. It will, but where is it going to spend eternity? Yeah. Up to you. I might sound hypocritical sometimes when I, and, and, and doing things, but I do, I I do worry about my, my salvation and worrying about, I I am shameful. I feel shameful and guilty when I sin, but that just means that I'm, my spiritual walk is getting better. It means I'm, I'm starting to recognize it more and and I just need to stop. That's it. Yeah. So it's hard, but you got, you got, you got, you got to, if you persevere, you're going to get a reward, more rewards you've ever had in your life. More, even this earth, you, you're, most humans are treated like garbage, but right. you strive for that reward. This is just like you said, like Josh says, you're just a vessel right now. You're just a, we're just a pilgrims moving on to the next spot. We're not, this is not our real, it's not real. This is not real. This shirt, this, this, my hat, you know, my, 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 anything's not real. 
It's not real. Material. The real, the real battle, the real stuff is spiritually. So get yeah. ready. It's coming be in this world, but not of it. <laughs> yep. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. That is a really good saying, Andre. That's a really good saying to be in this right. world, but not of it, because it's not good to be of it. Dude. Anything 100%. else you? Anything else you want to say, Andre? Before we before we uh, we close. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say, man. Like, so keeping that in perspective of how they're not treated equally to other criminals committing the same act. Imagine having to tell your deepest, darkest secrets to someone that could or could not be uh, guilty of those crimes. And, you know, after I graduated high school, my principal actually got charged with uh, uh, contributing to or uh, eliciting alcohol to minors. Uh, God knows if there was other foul play involved, but, um, you know, that's just from my experience. I mean, I'm thankful I was never... Uh, an altar boy or you know had any of those events take place in my life but I don't know if I had friends or classmates that did you know and I pray for those people um, you know that's it's it's wicked man and yeah. uh, I, I uh, I'm thankful that I left and I I have no disrespect for anyone that chooses to be a part of it. I mean, um, you're on your own path and, you know, we're all at different paces of learning and understanding, but, um, you know, I, I'm just thankful for the opportunity to be here, man. And this was a great conversation, man. So truly an honor. It was, thank you so much. And guys check out his, uh, Andre's podcast, Ascension of the Chessmen. Uh, Andre, obviously you could tell, man, I could tell, I don't know why I just feel like Andre just has a great heart. I could tell. And, and he's, he's been, you know, he obviously spiritually confused having Lutheran and Catholic and all this different stuff going on. So I'm glad that you're at a good point right now, it seems like, which is amazing. Um, I just want to tell you guys this, okay? So when Jesus was performing miracles and when Jesus was doing things, he didn't have to go hide and do it in secret, okay? He doesn't have to do it in secret. You know why? Because there's no evil involved. It's all good, okay? So the more evil you get into, the more secretive you have to become. So that's why you have the black Pope in secret. Uh, you have the gray Pope in secret, the black nobility, the, the committee of 300 in secret, the Bildenberg group, they have a closed session in secret. So nobody knows what's going on. If they were doing something good for humanity, don't you think that they could have everybody listen to what they're talking about? The UN, all these yeah. different people are making moves in secret. But God says that all this stuff is going to be brought to the light. What we understand is that we have God, okay? We have, you know, don't be afraid of the person that could kill the body. Be afraid of God who could kill the soul, okay, guys? Understand that. Also, we know in the end that God wins. But I just want to tell you guys that, um, you know, the Vatican the black Pope, the gray Pope, the white Pope, they're all involved in helping and assisting the new world order. Okay. The white Pope, I, I from what I could see is just a puppet, just like the president of the United States. Everyone says he's the most powerful person in the world. Give me a break. Okay. He's just a puppet uh, to a string. The real powers uh, are, are behind the scenes doing stuff in what? In secret. Okay. So guys, we got to understand that all this stuff is going on. 
And, 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 and if the Vatican was okay with, then they would have their, their vaults open. You guys could read all the documents they have. They have miles and miles and miles of books and documents of everything that they've done. And they don't allow anybody in there. There's top-notch security, not letting anybody in there. Okay, guys, because they have secrets to hide because they've been so corrupt and disgusting. We only exposed a little tiny bit of the corruption and um, that's it. So thank you guys for listening. Please like, subscribe, share, comment below. Let us know what you want us to go over. I got a few people that sent some stuff over for us to go over, and we're going to get into it for sure. Okay, guys, we appreciate you. But um, we're going to go ahead and end this in prayer. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for a clear connection. Thank you for introducing us to Andre. We appreciate um, everything that you do for us. I just want to pray that you protect us from all this disgusting, evil, new world order, one world religion, all this stuff that's happening. Please put a legion of angels around us. Okay, we, we pray that in Jesus' name. Please, Lord, um, help all these children that have been affected by pedophilia or anything like that or been kidnapped or, or please, even some of my family members, I just want you to please, I just say in Jesus' name, please put your healing hand on them, help them through this, you know, um, help them to take that, uh, and, and turn into a testimony to help other people that have been through that. Lord, please, we ask you in Jesus' name. And, and like I said, protect us, Lord. We know we're going through some rough times. Uh, the birth pains are getting stronger. Thank you, Lord, for putting some sense into the Supreme court with the Roe versus Wade overturning, but are, are, you know, overturning that, but Lord, we need, abortion to be totally abolished. Okay. I know that some people probably hate to hear that, but Lord help us to have abortion totally abolished. We don't want any murdering of children. We don't want any children's being molested. We don't want any children's being killed, uh, kidnapped. Lord, just please, Lord, I know that's all satanic Lucifer and disgusting devilish stuff. Just protect us, Lord, please. We need you. Thank you, Lord. We, we appreciate everything you do in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much, Andre. I will see you tomorrow night, buddy. <laughs> nine o'clock. We're going to jump. Good, we're going to, we're going to jump on your show and Jason uh, be ready tomorrow at nine o'clock, bro. We're going to hop on his show. What are we talking about? Flat earth. We're talking about flat earth from a biblical perspective. We're going to bring, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to awake them up, shake them up, baby. Let's go. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. With the Lord, baby. Moving and grooving with the Lord. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. <laughs>